It's your boy Bob Rock and this is the B-Rock RC Show, a live podcast for the drifters by a drifter. Welcome back guys. Uh, yeah, this has been uh, a rather interesting uh, couple of weeks uh, uh, in here in South Africa, uh, you know, we only started uh, being affected by it. So we've all had to be working from home or not working which is a big worry for some for some guys and uh, uh, i've been hearing quite a few uh, really sad stories about few people who who actually lost their jobs hey what's up guys what's up thank you for joining in guys so okay how's that yeah, uh, uh, sorry, sorry about that, bro. Uh, just a little issues, but uh, hopefully it would have been sorted out by now. Is that better, Christopher? Just let me know. Yeah, so, sorry, Anthony. Uh, just uh, like I said, just a little hiccup in the in the network. Because um, what happened was, uh, unfortunately, there's an undersea cable that's been damaged. So our internet uh, access has really been severe. Yeah, like, like I said, uh, our the with the network, uh, there's an undersea cable that connects SA to the rest of the world that's been uh, severely damaged. So our internet access is a little bit uh, messed up at the moment. So please forgive me if it's if it cuts out and and stuff. Uh, but yeah, how's everybody doing uh, in this lockdown period? SA is on lockdown. I'm on lockdown as well. But I've been like hectically busy uh, since last week. And uh, because of my, my job, which is uh, architecture, I work for an, uh, for an architectural company. Uh, we managed to get, uh, we got assigned a job by the government to do some some little changes to a hospital to accommodate for the coronavirus uh, patients. So that, that's really a, quite an urgent uh, project which we're busy with. So that's why I'm also like swamped with work. But, you know, I managed to make a better time for the show, of course. Uh, so yeah man i hope uh, everybody's safe i hope uh, you all are doing well and um, yeah so i wanted to bring you guys the next installment episode 12. hey what's up zanid glad you could make it uh, so yeah i give uh, let's see let's do a little recap last week yeah we were talking about uh, or my last episode rather we spoke a little bit about the coronavirus and i've just had such a rough week that week and uh, we spoke a little bit about um hyperdrive and uh, our girl stacy lee who represented sa at the hyperdrive i don't know about the rest of the guys but i kind of enjoyed it um and you know some of the guys uh, uh some of the drifters that i follow uh i've seen them on there so like uh Ale alexander and atsuchi tanaguchi and 
pretty wells and a few new names there uh, which uh, got me interested so yeah i don't know that that show i kind of liked it i loved it uh, in fact uh, it was spoke a little bit about uh, uh, our boys out in the uk and europe uh, james and tice with their pace cast so shout out to those guys um, yeah so you know uh, before before we went on on lockdown and stuff i, I made a few uh, uh well i made i asked a question rather uh, to everybody regarding batteries and what kind of batteries or what brand of batteries do you guys use uh amperage uh capacity shorty packs long packs uh lcg packs like what do you guys use and what uh like you know i just wanted to find out like what do you guys use and what have you found to be the best that you guys are working with uh giving you the best performance and, and stuff like that because the last time i I've, uh i was uh i only have a a gens ace 5000 milliamp uh, shorty pack and i've had it for a little while uh, and i've got that from a friend of mine um so now what i'm finding is that uh, it, it's just not giving me the power that i need to run my chassis and uh you know the thing with with the uh, with batteries is that if you don't pay careful attention to your chassis when you're running you you start to think that maybe there's something wrong in your setup which is what was happening with me now uh, now the the car just wouldn't perform as well as i wanted it to and i thought maybe there's something lacking in my setup so then i started making a few changes and it sort of got better but then quickly went went bad again and then i didn't realize it uh, until i tried another battery which a friend uh, had uh, uh, lent to me and immediately uh, the the chassis was like something completely different there was power there there was performance and that's when i realized my battery is on its way out it, in fact it, it probably is gone i shouldn't even bother with that battery anymore i should just get myself a whole new set of batteries so i've been chatting with a few people and uh so the batteries in terms of capacity they range from 3500 to about a 6000 milliamp battery uh that's the range that uh, most uh, most of the guys that came across that's a range that they have uh, uh, mentioned that they use and in terms of uh, discharge all of them uh, high discharge from like 90 to 120 C now I, I find that very interesting uh, because surely that high discharge long but then I assume that you guys have a few of the batteries. And I think that's where I'm lacking is that I don't have a, a I don't have like two or three batteries. Uh, I just have one which I, which I run. And I really should pay more attention to that. I really need to get myself more of the batteries. Uh, and then obviously, you know, we got to talk about the regular, the regular 
Man, this thing is annoying me. This, our network is just absolutely terrible. Sorry about that, guys. Um, yeah, so like I was saying, um, we obviously got to talk about safety and charging. Guys, don't don't take a chance. Always use a lipo bag, but you you know you know that. And then also uh, your charging. Um, always make sure you balance charge. Don't leave your batteries to 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 overcharge. You know the regular things. Um, I came across uh, a few tips which uh, which James had mentioned on. I can't remember if it was on my post or somewhere else, but he picked up a few tips from some guys in, I think from Japan, or was it that he picked up these these tips from the manufacturers themselves? And for the life of me, I I just can't remember uh, what it is that he said. It was and it was actually really good uh, good tips, and it made a lot of sense uh, in terms of. Uh, uh, preserving the life of the battery and actually getting the maximum uh, performance out of your battery for the longest period of time. I, I, for the life of me, I just can't uh, remember what what he mentioned. And to be honest, I really should have written it down. But I'll go back and then perhaps in the next episode, uh, I'll mention that, or perhaps. Uh, a nice thing to do would be to actually ask James and Tice to speak about that in the Pacecast. So maybe that's a good idea. I think I'll do that. I think I'll do that. Um, yeah, guys. So in uh, so in this lockdown and shutdown times of ours, what are you guys busy with? Um, so I've seen uh, around a number of my friends and a number of people from around the world actually um, going back to the old older chassis and the older cars and sort of and revisiting them and rebuilding them and uh, you know reviving them uh, be it a couple of C uh, CS chassis be it a rear wheel drive chassis but it's it's really nice to see that uh, that people are going back uh, a little bit and and bringing back those uh, cars for everybody I mean for the for themselves really uh, it's just uh, it's a shame that it had to take something like this for us to go back um, but be that as it may at least we we are going back and and revisiting those old chassis and and you know, jazzing them up again. Uh, well, for myself, uh, I have a few projects uh, lined up, which I'm hoping to uh, to start working on very soon. Uh, it's just that work is a little bit uh, hectic at the moment. Even though I'm at home, I'm still busy working. Uh, but I'm I'm sure I'll be able to make some time for these projects. So. One of the one of my projects is actually my D like Evol, which is a which is a CS chassis. Uh, I'm sure lots of guys know about this chassis as well. Uh, it is a very similar, if not, it's probably the same as the the E4D Pro chassis. It's like the it's like the same parts, I I think same layout. 
it's like all it's like almost exact so i i really don't know the history behind that but uh the evil was one one of those chassis which i was very 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 much after same like uh uh the d like rr uh that that's one chassis i've wanted forever and through the the graciousness and generosity of my friend rob nick and my friend asif i was able to get my hands on one and it's one of my most treasured possessions so that one's was actually meant to be running already because i had some parts coming in and unfortunately i can't pick them up because our whole country is locked down okay let's see zuned i'm feeling miserably with putting my new body on the yd2 when wheels turn they catch on the arch like the wheels are too far back hmm. uh you know what zuned i will catch up with you later about that and uh i think i may have a solution for you about that uh, i had i did have a similar problem uh with another body i think it was my old gt86 but i managed to work something out there I, i'll tell you what i did there um so yeah like i was saying the, the d like evil cs chassis brilliant brilliant chassis out of the box as a as a cs chassis but i think for me running that chassis uh i kind of really let myself down uh and simply because uh well when i look back at that chassis and how i ran it uh, i really ran it with with about setup and maintenance and and stuff like that and i really didn't do that chassis uh justice uh in terms of cs it it, it really was a brilliant chassis it was a uh, a mud motor it's a mud motor mount uh layout um brilliant belt driven brilliant chassis but uh you know uh, because i wanted to increase the performance i went and got myself for some uh, some of the upgrades upper arms or lower arms um uh, the knuckles uh and then when i started putting it together i realized that hold on this whole thing is actually for a rear wheel drive those so those parts i bought was actually to convert this uh, the evol from cs to rear wheel drive so and and thanks to uh yoshizawa-san uh who actually hooked me up with the with the step-by-step uh instructions on how he converted the the evil to rear wheel drive so that's my my next project there is uh to convert the evil to rear wheel drive and then that'll just be like something fun to mess around with um then there's also the street jam uh r31 which i have which uh another huge shout out to michelle uh from tory circuit and at the time it was a uh, street jam.nl i'm sure you guys remember that one um so yeah he was actually incredibly instrumental in boosting my career or my journey in uh in rc drifting and it was all thanks to the this r31 uh chassis which i have so uh, it i have everything i need for this chassis it's gonna it's gonna run as a as a cs chassis 
um, but I'm just gonna gonna set it up and get it uh, running um, and then we'll see where that takes us that will also be the but that I'm gonna aim more as a as a loner car so for the guys wanting to get into drifting uh, and don't have a car at the moment they can come out and meet me and uh, I'll you know lend them that chassis and they can they can have fun with it it really is a, a fantastic chassis uh, in my opinion it's uh, it was a little bit underrated um, again with that chassis uh, at the time I was still on uh, on a learning curve and I feel like looking back now I feel like I haven't done the chassis you know uh, justice and I would really like to go back and you know set this thing up properly using the all the knowledge I've gained over the past year year and a half uh, even what I'm learning now just using all that knowledge and applying that to to set this uh, chassis up and I think it'll it'll actually be quite a beast to to drift on so uh, yeah well, I mean what else uh, are, are you guys working on anything um, or what are you guys working on um, uh, besides the chassis I'm also working on um, I'm working on uh, a Mark IV uh, Tamiya Toyota Supra so I have the weirdest colors, the strangest color combinations of paint that I have at the moment. And, and I, I, because of the shutdown, we're not able to go to the hobby shops and, and get paint and, and whatever it is. So I'm a little bit stuck. <clears throat> so <laughs> the colors are really out there. So I got a solid red, a bright red, a uh, yellow, a plain yellow plain blue uh, a pink and gold iridescent then a little bit of gold some black a little bit of Tamiya bright silver so <laughs> I'm trying to figure out uh, trying to uh, come up with a design where I can mash all of well not all the colors but what I'd like to do is uh, come out with the design that's using the yellow blue and perhaps the the iridescent the pink and gold iridescent um, I have a couple of ideas so I'm just trying to figure them out and and trying to trying to do something trying to come up with a design where I can use those colors so I'm thinking like the the yellow and the blue could be the more dominating colors on the chassis and the iridescent could be a sort of uh, how can I put it uh, like highlight or accentuate uh, certain parts or or maybe the design if I keep the design simple maybe I can use the iridescent to sort of highlight the design there's an idea we could try that um, and then I'll, I have a whole lot of goodies just waiting to go on the chassis so I've got SRC uh, over fenders. I've got the SRC, this massive, massive exhaust that I think looks absolutely brilliant. I think it'll work amazing on the chassis, on the body. Um, then I've got some SRC uh, canards. 
Um, I have uh, the SRC sliding window kit. I have the SRC vents. I'm not sure whether to do the, the vents on the side window or maybe to do the roof. I mean, sorry, not the roof, the bonnet vent. Still designing that. Okay, so my good friend David, my good friend David and my Kamuadi brother, let's see, he says, besides the Razer performance upgrades for Osakani PDS and Odigam, I'm planning for a completely new chassis. Ah, how interesting. And what new chassis might that be, bro? Uh, something that you are putting together, like our boss man, uh, Daniel Christoph, or perhaps something else? It'll be interesting to see what you what you uh, coming up with. So, uh, to the guys that just joined in, welcome to the B Rock RC Show, a live podcast for the drifters by a drifter. Thank you again for all the support and for listening in during this rough and tough times. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, so yeah, uh, so we've been talking about uh, new projects, old projects, and what have we been doing uh, busy with. And I've been mentioning what I've been uh, busy with. Um, so yeah, that, that Supra body. Uh, I, so I have it all cut. And I have the the accessories installed already, besides the sliding the sliding window and the vents. I'm still a little bit undecided about the vents, so it might be something that uh that I may add in later. So we'll see about that. But uh, you know, uh, a little while back, I you know this actually just reminded me. I shared a post a little while back from uh i think it was uh atsi show uh, atsi uh ito-san sorry yeah ito-san from uh, weld overdose so he shared the post of an older car that that he's done i think it was was it s14 or, or something it was it was a blue weld uh, overdose car one of the drift cars and this thing was amazing the bonnet opened the other way the the front windscreen sort of opened out which was uh, i thought fantastic and i thought that's a really good build hey chester what's happening bro <laughs> hardly man you're the one that's uh, that's the builder i'm just uh i'm just around <laughs> that's all um yeah man so i'll i'll dig up that post and i'll and i'll repost it for whoever's whoever watches or listens and then you guys can can check it out i think that's a really good idea uh i thought about perhaps uh doing that uh as part of this new build but uh i don't have vision bay to mount so having a, a hood that opens kind of defeats the purpose i mean i also i can have the the uh that windscreen opening out but again defeats the purpose because i don't have an interior and i really lack the the skills to do a complete interior so maybe that will be like for a later project uh let's see what else yeah, so in terms of the library, I'm still undecided. I, I, I picked up a few ideas today 
which I'd like to just uh, try out and see, uh, you know, have a closer look and see how they fit in with the with the Supra. Because, you know, not every library, uh, library suits a body. Yeah, yeah, even with colors, uh, not every color will suit a body. So, you know, we've got, got to really, really think about it. Okay, so David says our own chassis with all our own ideas and knowledge. Try new ideas and theories that definitely did changes to the other chassis. Uh, we've done parts before. That's amazing, man. That's that's absolutely amazing. I wish you guys all the best. Uh, and please, if I could ask you, if I could ask you a favor, just keep me in the loop, man. Uh, I'm I'm genuinely uh, interested to see what uh, you guys uh, are up to and what you guys have planned. Uh, obviously, I know that it's going to be um, something that you you don't really wanna wanna share just yet. But please, if you if you don't mind, just just keeping me in the loop. I promise I'll keep my lips sealed. Um, I'm genuinely uh, interested to know how that works out. Um, and you know, I'm, it'll be it'll be very cool to see what you guys come up with. Um, yeah, that's that's very exciting. Nicely done. Nicely done. Uh, wow. What else do I say uh, <laughs> after that? Um, yeah, so uh, I'll post up a few a few pics of my uh, of my Supra uh, so far, uh, and then you know I'll try and post up a few pictures of the those ideas I had, and then we'll uh, and then you guys can comment and everything. Uh, you know, uh, David, it's funny you mentioned that you guys are doing your own chassis because actually my next topic was like about. Uh, research into into new projects and well <laughs> you already <laughs> i see you're already uh, ahead there um so so guys just so you all know uh there's something new that's gonna come out of uh, europe uh something very interesting uh it may take a bit of time but i'm sure it's gonna be well worth it by the time the R&D and testing has been done. So that's going to be incredibly, incredibly exciting. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Uh, I will check in time to time. Uh, I'll check in with you. <laughs> no worries. Uh, so, uh, you know, another uh, another topic I wanted to talk about uh, is something that I've seen uh, come up recently. Well, just before the major lockdown. Um, a lot of guys uh, are asking about uh, drift tires and what kind of drift tires do I use? Uh, what do you drift on and which tires work and which tires don't work? And, and um, I thought that uh, I'll just uh, speak a little bit about it. So, uh, you know, it, uh, when you're drifting, it's important to to choose the right tire for the surface you want something that runs just right you don't want you don't want a tire that's uh that has too much of grip and yet something that has too less grip now obviously this means that you're going to have a little bit of um trial and error with with chassis uh, the easiest way however is to is to simply ask the guys at your local track uh, what tires they are using go with that tire and then uh, adjust your setup from there 
Um, so the, the reason for that is these guys have done a lot of uh, research and and running with different and testing with different sorts of brands of tires uh, to get something that that works well with the, the local track. So here in SA, most most of the country, we run uh, Yokomo tires either the DRA or the DRC. Um, for myself, I run uh, the I run two brands. One is the Yokomo. Uh, and I run DRC and DRA, and the other is um, a DS Racing, obviously. So I I run uh, a few of the the different uh, DS Racing types. Uh, just just I like to to swap it around uh, sometimes, switch it up, just to get a different feel. Uh, so far, however, I haven't had any issues with uh, DS Racing. Uh, they've all the sets that I've been using. They've all fitted perfectly on my on my wheels. Uh, they've been fairly. They've been consistent throughout the day. Um, I honestly, I haven't had any issues with the with the DS Racing tires. Uh, I know uh, quite a few people. Uh, I've come across have mentioned that the ties are not, uh, not quite, uh, not quite up to scratch, and sometimes uh, some of the sets, the the tire quality is not hundred percent, and uh, you know they they've mentioned a number of issues with the DS racing ties. Now, whilst I, uh, you know I, I understand that yes, it's definitely plausible that these issues come up but for me i just haven't had that problem i've never had that issue so i i really don't know what to what to tell these guys because i've only ever had uh good experiences with with their tires with their wheels so i i don't know how, quite how to to react when people say that um on the other hand uh with yokomo tires Again, I, I've also never had any issues with the uh, with the Yokomo ties, none whatsoever. Um, the reason why I run the Yokomo ties more is because at nationals, that's our that's usually our control tire. So I run those ties so that I can get a feel of uh, what up what we're going to be using at nationals and then also how to uh, adjust my my whole tune in line with the with the with the tires um and that's just how i how i prepare myself for the competitions our local comps yeah we run uh we don't have a control tower uh tire for this year uh, but from next year, we will be implementing uh, a control tire so that we get a little bit more uh, even competition. Uh, although at this current time, uh, the competition between ourselves is uh, is quite even. Uh, we don't have uh, like one person like completely running away from the uh, from the rest of the pack because he's running a, a different tire. Uh, so I'm happy to report that 
you know we we all fairly run at this at a similar speed um yeah so in terms of tires that's that's basically what we use and we mostly use in fact i won't even say mostly use uh i think almost all of our tracks are are either painted or polished concrete uh i think actually the drift trap is painted tar if i'm not mistaken it's uh ultra smooth tar and it, and and that's also a, a brilliant track uh, i enjoyed myself at that track have some good memories there uh with all my buddies uh it's another fantastic place to visit if you guys ever come down to south africa that's another fantastic track you guys should uh you should you guys should definitely definitely visit um when when guys say they drift outside in the car parks and and stuff like that i, I tell them two things go for the hardest tire you can find or get the d like uh, asphalt tires i think uh, for asphalt uh, those those d like tires that they have i think they are the best that you can that you can get for asphalt um any other tire will just get beat up so badly and so quickly um i just think that uh, the delight tires are, are the best there so just keep in mind what you what you guys are running on uh for carpet uh let's see i can't uh, to be honest i can't really comment much uh when it comes to drift tires for carpet because we don't really have any carpet checks here i mean we got here in Durban, we've, we've just got a little backup emergency uh, space that's that has this regular tightly woven office style carpet. It's like a needlepoint uh, carpet. Um, and I mean, y you can run on it, but I, it, it's definitely not at the at the level that uh, Worlds uh, is. Uh, and in and either way we we genuinely we can't get the the carpet that you guys uh, have overseas there for us to run and even if we had uh, or even if we had access to that carpet we don't have any any way to put it so <laughs> I don't really know what more we can uh, I can suggest for carpet tires but I believe that uh, one of the popular tires are Silver Dots, if I'm not mistaken. The MST Silver Dots appear to be quite nice. Uh, the uh, the DS Racing Double uh, F Double F Mark II, the F Zero Mark II, the ones we used at Worlds. Uh, I thought those were like amazing. I love those tires, uh, and I still got my my sets. I don't think I'll part with them. Because they obviously have a lot of sentimental value, but yeah, I think between DS Racing and uh, MST for carpet, yeah, I think those those will be good. Uh, you know, somebody asked me about uh, the tires, or somehow we just fell into this conversation about uh, tires, and I explained to the guy that uh, you know here in SA we're using. Yokomo DRC and DRA tires and he was like really surprised it's, it's like you know where where they are or out in Europe and and stuff 
Yokomo ties are like the some people don't even know didn't even know Yoko uh, had these new ties because they're all that side and well you know uh, I don't blame them I mean um, I think uh, yeah I think it has a lot to do with uh, how well uh, Yokomo has done and is doing in in SA uh, we have a, a very very big following uh, and well established uh, uh, Yoko brand here in in SA, um, and you know it's it's a very good brand. You you really can't can't say much bad things about a, a brand that does good like that. Uh, it's it's a great brand. It's a great product. Uh, the quality is really good. Uh, it's easy to build. It's easy to tune. It's very competitive. So I mean, it checks all the right boxes. Same like the the MSC RMX. Um, although we have quite a few, the, I won't say quite a few. We we've got a few uh, RMX uh, drivers here in SA, but there's not a lot of support here in SA for MST parts. Which is why it's not so for, uh, so popular. Um, overdose, we have a few chassis, uh, including myself. Uh, however, uh, we all know overdose is a little bit of uh, a little expensive, so that tends to put uh, the guys off here in SA, and understandably so. Uh, and I really can't fault them with that. Uh, but I think once you start, once you put together uh, an overdose gum, and you you really get into you you throw yourself deep into the overdose, uh, then you really see why this thing is like priced the way it is, and uh, the quality of the parts, and how it everything is so uh, well thought out and. It's definitely not a chassis for a beginner. You you really need a, a, a good base knowledge uh, when it comes to RC to properly tune the gum. I don't know whether you guys would agree with me, but yeah, you, you guys generally need a, a good base uh, knowledge to properly figure that chassis out. Um, for me, it's a challenge. It's exciting. Uh, Overdose is another brand which uh, I love and I've been wanting to get for a long time. And finally, I managed to, to get my hands on it. And as you all know, I, I'm also one of the agents for uh, Overdose in South Africa. Um, although uh, recently, due to the to the bad economy and the heavy downfall of the the RAND, um, sort of venture into that world has has kind of been slowly grinding to a halt, simply because uh, now it's more about just uh, surviving and keeping myself and my my family going, than trying to get this little side business of mine uh, going and it's it's really hard guys it's it's really hard but i promise i i won't quit i won't quit i will i i will get back into it and i will try and bring my my south african brothers 
the best brands out there. That was actually my intention when I first started uh, uh, the Birok RC shop. Um, the whole intention there was to bring in the brands that we that we constantly see, uh, you know, online and overseas, and to to stop people from dreaming and saying things like, "I wish, I wish we had that here." So I wanted to be that bridge, you know. I wanted to bring in those brands, the wrap up next, the overdose, uh, Speedway Pal, you know. Petra, all those, all those wonderful RC brands that we that we know already. I want to be the bridge to bring that and make that available for the guys here in SA. Uh, but if there's anything that I've learned, it's uh, here uh, in SA. It's a very tough uh, market, more because we we are facing a tough econ uh, economic situation. So. You know, uh, I hope that things will change around so that uh, everything gets better for everybody and that we can begin to enjoy this RC hobby that we love, that we absolutely love and so passionate about. Um, hey, what's up, Kim? Sorry, <laughs> I, saw you, I saw you there, but <laughs> I didn't <laughs> greet you. I'm so sorry about that. How are you doing, my man? Uh, which reminds me, I actually need to, to chat with you, but uh, I'll message you a little bit later and then we can uh, take it from there. So guys, anything to add? Um, I've been through my whole, my whole lot of topics here that I've been wanting to speak about. Um, so to recap a little bit, uh, my commodity bro, David, is working on a little something in the background there which i'm sure is going to be really really awesome once it uh, comes out um and i'm going to be keeping in touch with him just to see how that's going and uh you know once he's completely done and they're happy with whatever it is uh they are busy with i'll i'll you know speak with him and get his thoughts and uh, share with you guys what little magic he's been brewing up there so it's going to be really, really cool. Uh, and uh, I hope you guys uh, are also staying safe and working. Um, so have you guys seen uh, the new products coming out of uh, Tetsujin? That uh, I'll be... And I just hope those wheels are... are going to be released as well because those wheels are absolutely to die for uh earlier on today uh i think it was today i shared uh, one of the posts uh, about that uh, about that new chassis i mean this thing it, it looks exquisite it's definitely one of those rc shells that um you guys sorry boys uh, sorry for the break in uh, in the stream there again network issues yeah that's one of the things we got to deal with in this beautiful country of ours uh, you know even though we're facing such such a rough time in this country with our shaky economy with our even more shaky government um, 
you know, I still have so much of hope and so much of faith in, in South Africa. And it's simply because of the people. Um, what you see in the social media and in the news is not a reflection of the people of South Africa. And this is one thing I will, uh, I will stand by and I will vouch for. The, the people of South Africa outweigh all of the bad that you guys hear and see about. And I promise you that. South Africa is an amazingly beautiful country with beautiful people. And it's just a whole melting pot of different cultures and, and races and ideologies and, and cultures and faiths all mashed and intermingling with each other just to produce this amazing amazing place which is why we also called the rainbow nation it's simply because of the people and how uh and how we are all together i mean we have we literally have people of different races and faiths and cultures staying literally next door to each other and i'm not sure how many of you guys can uh can boast that or can speak about that but we uh for myself growing up um i grew up with all sorts of people and people of all sorts of faith so it really helped with understanding each other being tolerant uh, of each other and it's just a shame that these days the social media and uh, and actually corrupted uh, and evil people have a spread division amongst everybody but uh, but forget all that SA is a fantastic place we have an amazing drift community uh, we have even more amazing drift tracks and SA should definitely be one of those places you guys visit so I will be looking forward to having some of you guys out there uh, yeah so I'm really interested to know what you guys uh, are up to. Uh, please send me uh, send me a message, post on my wall, tag me in your in your posts. I'm generally interested to see what you guys are busy with, and I want to know what uh, what you guys are up to so that I can uh, I want to share in your excitement. I want to share in your projects. I want to see what you guys are up to. Uh, I want to get excited with you for your projects. Um, and and I will share with you my projects. And I hope you can be uh, even a little bit excited. <laughs> and join me on my, on my journey there. And perhaps what you guys could do as well is just give me a few tips. Maybe share a few tips and tricks. Tell me where I'm going off. Uh, where I'm not hitting the mark, you know, just put me on the right track. I'm always open to uh, criticism and comments, and uh, I'm actually very open-minded once you get to know me, or once you even chat to me, I'm also quite understanding. So please don't ever be afraid to, to hit me up. Uh, also, I'm always there, even if it's not RCA-related, and you just need somebody to chat with just know that i am there for you guys uh, it doesn't matter what it is you're feeling down 
hit me up you feeling happy hit me up you want help hit me up um, you want me to talk about something hit me up anything at all all you got to do is just message me and i'll be there for you 100% backing you up so i'd like to thank you guys once again for joining me on this on this journey uh and this new venture of mine into the world of her podcasting um i really appreciate all of the support and uh you guys joining in all the time and listening in uh it's you know it's actually thanks to you guys that uh, i keep on uh, uh doing this uh this podcast and uh when was it last week um i actually had uh uh, my friend uh, robnick uh, yeah my friend robnick he uh, uh called me up and and just gave me a few words of uh, encouragement and inspiration and um i really needed to to hear those words not knowing that i that i needed to hear it so when he spoke uh, when he spoke and he said what he said um it really stuck with me and it really uh lifted my spirits so thank you so much rob uh you're a, you're a special guy and uh, i love you lots bro and uh, thank you for that call it really really uh it helped a lot um so part of that conversation uh and perhaps uh, i should share it with you guys is uh so i wanted to give up the the podcast Uh, I felt that perhaps I'm not doing uh, a good enough job. I felt that I'm lacking in my presentation, lacking in my expertise, and uh, lacking in in the technical knowledge that I thought uh, this podcast regarding uh, RC drifting. and one of the things he mentioned was that i shouldn't stop i i shouldn't quit just keep going and that there's a no, there's a lot of people that actually enjoy my podcast so do it for them um and you, for some i won't say for some reason but um uh, just hearing him say say that in his way uh actually just got me thinking and just turned my turned my head around and just made me realize that perhaps he's right and i shouldn't give up i should just keep on going and keep on moving and uh just be like dory and just keep swimming <laughs> so yeah uh that was my little uh a uh, tumble a few a few weeks back uh a few days back and i guess that's part of the reason why i didn't do a show last week but mo- that's just a small part mostly because i was just really overwhelmed with work and uh, and it was just a tough week that week uh and just i i really wasn't into it i really wasn't feeling uh the show and i d- i don't think it's fair to do a show when uh you're not feeling it 
because the quality of your show will, will go down, of course. And I want to try and give you guys the best show I can. So moving forward, um, I'm going to try and uh, think of different ways to make the show uh, a lot better for you guys. Um, again, uh, in order for me to give you guys a better show, I'd really need your feedback. Really, really need your feedback. So please uh, comment, uh, send me a message, whatever it is, be direct, be indirect, whatever it is. Um, but please uh, uh, just give me your feedback. Like, uh, what is it that you liked about the show? What didn't you like about the show? Um, what, what can I do to make it uh, a better experience for you guys? Thank you so much, David. Really appreciate it, bro. Um, uh, and I hope that I'm, uh, that I'm giving you guys a good show. That, for me, I think, uh, Perhaps that's why I'm a little bit uh, tough on myself because I want to give you guys a, a great show. Um, and at the same time, I, I want to try and get more listeners in. Um, and I know that's hard. So perhaps the timing, maybe I need to change my timing. Uh, again, your feedback is really going to help me uh, produce a, a better show. So just let me know uh what I can do to make the show better. I'd really, really appreciate that. Um, so in the days uh, coming up uh, for the rest of the week, right up to next week for my next show, I'm going to be keeping my eye out on all of you guys. I want to see what you guys are up to. I want to see how creative everyone's getting and uh, like what what's really affecting uh the rc drifting community aside from events and drift uh, you know the the, the obvious things um i want to see uh, or try and look for where i can put myself perhaps to help people or just entertain or perhaps expose your your side of rc to the rest of the world if that's something which uh, you guys would like hit me up i'd be more than happy to to speak on it uh get your perspective on on things in the rc world and uh, you know let's share it with the rest of the the world um a few things still uh, I, I still see coming up uh, in the rc game is um people uh, the guys the new guys just coming into the hobby and they want to use uh, the older tech uh, chassis and make that work uh, versus just getting rid of what they have getting something new that's gonna that's gonna time so Again, it just comes down to how we approach all of these new guys and sort of rope them in to the hobby. You don't want to be overly uh, uh, argumentative or you don't want to be too aggressive in your approach. And you want to... You know, you, you want to, and I've said this uh, in earlier shows, you want to get these guys just drifting. 
let's forget about the, the competitions. Let's forget about getting these guys in a train straight off the bat. Forget about all that. They're never going to do it straight away or as quick as you expect them and want them to. You must remember most of us that are making these suggestions to these new guys have been drifting for years or have a lot of experience uh, with drifting. And then to tell these guys uh, to be aggressive in our approach with these guys is the wrong way to grow the hobby and get people to stay in the hobby. I know for a fact many, many guys have left the hobby due to this kind of uh, egotistical approach and we need to get rid of that how else do you expect a, a hobby to grow if you don't welcome them into the hobby yes it may be a sprint to a drift yes it may be a, an hsp flying fish but what some of the guys are not is that the new guy has taken that step towards getting into the hobby towards wanting to drift and that means growing uh, the hobby and that means one more new guy into the brotherhood do you really want to get rid of one more new guy you need to you need to think about that get the guy to drift welcome him tell him look but you know don't be overly aggressive but give it to him straight Tell him, look, what you have is an entry-level chassis. It's limiting. You're going to be uh, struggling a little bit. Here's what you can do, though. Lock a rear diff, adjust turnbuckles, ABC, whatever it is. Get a, uh, tell him, get a good brushless system. Because we all know if you get a good brushless system, you can put it from chassis to chassis to chassis. So that's one thing he can save on. So tell him things like that. You know what? For the moment, get yourself a strong uh, brushless setup. Get yourself a good radio. Those two things are going to last you a lifetime. You start off with this, but if you want to get better, you're going to need something better. For the moment, though, use this. Get yourself going into the the drift sort of uh, mindset and tell him okay hit the track and I promise you when he sees the rest of you guys drifting the way you do it's gonna encourage him to get better and get better equipment and then that guy is gonna be drifting with you in a train in a tandem the way you want him to and that is where we want the new guys uh, okay, so Bob says, hi, Bob, <laughs> the other Bob. Well, what I like about the show is that it's genuine, does not need razzmatazz. Thank you so much, Bob. I really, really appreciate it. Um, the, you know, I don't know what else to say, but really, thank you so much. That, that really means a lot to me. So Bob is another uh, Bob, David, Stefan, Rob. Uh, those are guys that I that I always see come up when I'm doing the the podcast. I know there's a lot of other guys as well. Uh, Stuart from from SA as well. There's a lot of other guys that also listening to the show uh, regularly, and um, I really really appreciate that support and seeing my friends out there. You know, 
it it really means a lot so thank you guys uh yeah like i was saying the new guys we need to be a little bit more uh encouraging rather than discouraging so just keep that in mind we know that they can be a little bit um sometimes a little bit stubborn sometimes a little bit know it all but you know we for those that have for those of us that have been in the game for a while we know these kind of people come and go but if we want them to stay it's going to be all about how we treat them so let's let's try and treat them with a little bit soft gloves at first and be a little bit more uh, understanding uh, towards them and then you know take it from there and let's see so yeah guys like i was saying a little earlier i'm going to be keeping an eye out on on everybody seeing guys up to this week so i can uh, i can talk about what you guys are up to in my next show um so i'm also going to be bringing you guys a little bit of updates of what i've been up to um uh, with my evil and my street jam and my hybrid and my gum well the gum uh i really can't do much at the moment that's uh, because that's going to be my main chassis for 2020 or was supposed to be my main chassis for 2020 um i'd really like to set that up and tune that up properly uh like do testing on the track uh so do a quick tune at home put it on the check adjust from there uh, and at the moment with everything that's going on uh, i'm not able to do that so i'm just going to be working on my new body which is a, a toyota supra mark 4 uh, from tamir uh, and it's going to be packed with the src goodies and i'm working on a, a livery or paint scheme for that it's gonna be a bit strange but hopefully i can pull it off and do it properly so but i'll keep you guys in the loop about that uh, so yeah guys for listening in it's been awesome i uh, really appreciate all of the support and i will catch you guys next week monday same time uh same place I don't know about the same time, but you know, you guys let me know. Uh, as of us earlier, please, uh, my show, the the quality and the content of the show really depends on all you guys. Uh, not, not so much the content, but really uh, the quality of the show. I want to give you guys a better show each time. Uh, I want to give you guys something that excites you, that ignites your your thinking that sort of expands your mind and uh you know uh gets you guys get that passion going again uh and in order to do that really need your feedback about the show so please please comment uh send me a message uh write on my wall whatever it is but please i really need your feedback uh about the show what you like what you don't like what would you like to see change um what would you like to see me talk about more uh and and uh, and those sorts of things so once again thank you guys so much for listening in this is your boy bob rock 
on the B-Rock RC show, a live podcast for the drifters by a drifter. Catch you guys next time, guys. Peace.